The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This. Well, good morning, little brother. Is early break with Zippin' Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Once again, if you have any questions for Mike Schaefer, please call or text 402-464-5685. This hour is sponsored by Trek CBD at 84th and Highway 2. Schaefer, any recent visits to Trek CBD? Uh, I haven't been there recently, but I'm planning on stopping by. My supplies are getting a little low. Oh, boy. Um, I have uh, I've indulged a little bit. It's been great. I actually watched Nebraska Volleyball last night after taking a, uh, a Delta 9 edible and uh i gotta say it it just simply made the performance of wisconsin all the more impressive really they just steamrolled nebraska yeah, i was it, not prepared for that sweep three games started sweep. off i think nebraska was up five to one i was like oh wow they're just gonna just start this thing and ride a high and then wisconsin flipped it and nebraska never got it back the second set featured a, a pretty impressive comeback from nebraska to get it to 23 all and then they lost the last two points and the third was on. Yeah, Nebraska was down twenty-two to twelve in the second set, yeah. and then but got Idaho back twenty-three, but lost. That's tough. Did you watch the match in its entirety? Uh yeah, I watched the whole thing. Man, so what time did it end? It ended right around nine. What nine twenty? Ooh, they did make quick work of Nebraska. Yeah, I mean it was it was it was a sweep. Yeah. that's quick work. Yep. Well, the third set wasn't even competitive. I mean, the second didn't look like it was going to be competitive, but the. The third, I, I, was it 25-17 or something? 25-18. Yeah. yeah, so not uh, not much doubt left by Wisconsin. Mike Schaefer joins us. I'm, we're talking a lot about making Joseph. There's one other thing I'll ask you. I do this. It drives people crazy. It drives me crazy <laughs> when it happens. You, somebody asks you a question that, you, that doesn't really have an answer. Um, but All does right. Mickey – does like Mickey? It. Do you think he can ha- – well, it's impossible to answer. Do you think he can handle the entirety of the, the magnitude of that chair if he were the head coach, having never done it at – having never done it at a place like Nebraska? He did it at Langston um, in Oklahoma in, in a lower division. You know what I'm talking about. This this is a complex job. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of things that come at you, like like the question the other day about Malachi Coleman – that's that's a little thing. Then there's big things that come at you, player arrests, coaches um, coaching when they're not supposed to, and the NCAA gets in, involved, you know, mm-hmm. you know, analyst coach. And then bigger things, you know. Can he handle all that? I have no reason, based on what I've seen so far, to doubt his ability to, to do that. I mean, I, one of the things that I've liked about him, and you could – I mean, you can call me out if this is a non-answer of your question, but mm-hmm. one of the things I've liked about his tenure as the interim coach is he put his own touch on the program in a short amount of time, which I, tells I totally me that agree. he has visions of a job like this, which, you know, before his wife even succinctly answered that he very much wants the job, mm-hmm. you could see from his own actions. I mean, stuff like taking the black shirts and just putting them away for the season. Good, good That's example. not a decision you make lightly given the tradition of the black shirts and what it means to 
the people that have them, uh, the people that have been awarded them in the past, mm-hmm. and the fan base that you know regards it as one of the, the steepest, most important things about Nebraska football lore, even still here in 2022. So that was a decision from someone who. You know, he didn't know how that was going to go, but he made the decision that this is necessary for our football program. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I want to preserve the value of what these mean. And if we're not going to play to a level in which I think we can, where they've earned that right to have them, nobody gets them. I mean, so it, a long way to answer that question is I think he absolutely can handle the stuff thrown at him. Mm-hmm. I also think more than people that have sat in as head time coaches recently. He has the ability to handle the fishbowl aspect. That's what I wonder. Which part I of think it, part is, of what I is sort of the underrated, most difficult thing to project with this job. Mm-hmm. Like, Why do you say that? Because you don't really understand Nebraska unless you have spent time around it, I think. And even then, I mean, Bo was here for a year as a defensive coordinator. The beloved assistant coach got to enjoy that in 2003. And it is radically different the day that he walked in to be the head coach in mm-hmm. 2007. Way different. And then that realization of your life is not the same. Mm-mm. And so at least it's Mickey not. would have an understanding of how that's going to go. Um, and Scott Frost would too, but he didn't exactly handle it. No, he didn't. Well. No. Uh-uh. it was Because he had the, the enjoyment before of being anonymous in Orlando, <laughs> and I think he really liked that. And you're the exact opposite of anonymous. Well, it was a big factor in his mind as as in scott's mind as he weighed the decision whether or not to take the nebraska job and it was a decision and a lot of it was uh, the fishbowl aspect yeah. concerned him okay mickey we do see him we see him at the podium and we see him on the sideline that's where we see him the most mm-hmm. right what do that what does that look like to you those two spots mickey um, at the podium mickey on the sideline uh, Mickey at the podium has struck me since he's been doing it as a guy that's in control of what he wants to say and control of how he's going to say it and is trying to control how the program is perceived, um, especially using his own words. I mean, I, he's he's calculated. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about some of the stuff that he's done post-game, just getting up there and saying, you know, we're going to get this fixed. That's on me. Talking about the tackling, talking about the stuff that fans have wanted to be addressed or at least commented on, and him basically taking accountability right away. I mean, I I think that he is calculated in doing those things Mm -hmm. because that's where people have perceived there's been, you know, an absence, Mm -hmm. that someone just hasn't taken that upon themselves. Right. People are looking for you to handle losses. We've had coaches here who handle losses way too well, though, so I don't – I mean, it sounds good right now. Right. But, um, you know, so I I think he can do all of those things. I think he's comfortable in this spot. I don't think that it's – too big for him and certainly that's the, that's the question certainly each game gives you an indication i mean like i said the, the purdue game actually even though they lost gave me a stronger indication of mickey joseph's ability to be a tactician inside a game with the determination we can't have long drives is it going to be a detriment to our defense probably is it the only way we can win we think so mm-hmm. and quite frankly it was the only way they could stay. It's the only in that way game. you'll win Saturday too, by the way. I, well, I think it's. I think it's honestly it has to be their that. strategy. Well, he said it. Yeah. On 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 Tuesday, Mickey said, "I asked him. Okay, you said that you like Billum and you like Illinois' approach because they stick to their guns. If Nebraska sticks to its guns, what's gonna what's it got to look like? He said we got to throw the ball downfield. Yeah. Now he did say we got to get Anthony Grant going yeah, too. That's true. But he said we got to throw the ball downfield. Now here's the thing. Schaefer, we don't. The one thing you, we would we gotta give voice to the other side here. You know that if 
Lane Kiffin was standing on the other on Nebraska sideline, it'd look good in it. He'd, mm-hmm. They'd probably Absolutely. win. Absolutely. You know that if I don't know, I don't know how. My, so where, where do you go after that? Well, Fickle, somebody like Luke that. Fickle. You know that would look good, and they'd probably win. But the que- the reason that Mickey's in a good spot is you don't know if those guys are – well, you know Fickle's probably not available. You don't know if Lane Kiffin's available. You don't right. know if Matt Rule's available. You don't know who's available. You don't know who if they can get him. Right. That's the – Mickey Mickey has that advantage. Yep. His wife's in the media telling people, oh, you can get Mickey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't – Lane Kiffin doesn't have a wife. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, Mark Stoops. Can you get Mark Stoops? If Mark Stoops was standing there – on the sideline, I think okay, they're, Nebraska's in good shape here with Stoops. Yeah, yeah. And Stoops Dave, doesn't have a wife and, and, either. And so your boy so. Dave Clawson at Wake Forest. Yeah, I mean if Dave Clawson was standing there in year three, you I feel think good? Nebraska's going to be winning a bunch of football games. See that now? So you have that. I have that. I agree with you on that. Just that image looks good. Do you have that with Joseph? You know, I kind of do. I I, guess. I do, but I have to also explain it as as this i have and it's probably irrational very high confidence in his ability to put together a staff like i just i think he's going to have a staff that is going to be competitive in recruiting and is going to get a lot out of the players on saturdays like i I just i i don't have a compelling reason because if you look at his resume it's not like he's been to 10 different schools and has is awash with all of these different people across the United States. Right. But because he right. has so many connections just in the football world, mm-hmm. I just have confidence that he's going to be able to find people and maybe unearth some people that can come to Lincoln, Nebraska and be successful college football. He can pay those people, too. Well, That's right. I, the big thing in all of this, if, if Mickey is your head coach and that frees up your assistant salary pool to be the largest it's ever been – and you go out and you have – and I tie a lot of this together because I really do think it's what would happen. If Vance Joseph is your defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. you're not worried about that side of the ball because nope. part of the question is, does this offensive guy have the ability to hire a defensive mm-hmm. coordinator that can just take well, care of his brother, things? yeah, I mean – And if that's what we're happening, ball, Vance, and yeah. you basically have Joseph and Joseph mm-hmm. – that's pretty now. Darn now you good. gotta. You gotta, I don't. What it is? Is he do on offense? I don't know what. It, what like who's he? Is he keep Whipple? I mean, what's that look like? Well, I think he has to determine how he wants to play in the Big Ten. And yeah. I, one of the things that's good for him is he's getting the experience of, you know, watching what Purdue does on offense. Now he's getting Illinois. Like if he's putting this together as I want this job, you know, he's cycling through. What do I want it to look like if I'm in the chair? <sighs> And what kind of offense are we running? It's fascinating that conversation. Mickey on Tuesday told the media that that Nebraska has to be physical; um, that it has to establish its physicality. Then, then Whipple was asked about that yesterday and said they don't track physicality on the scoreboard. Last I checked, there's no tab for physicality. <laughs> well, I love it. <laughs> it's, it's sort of interesting when you hear coaches sort of not. Right, completely I, in line. And I don't think Mark Whipple will be Nebraska's offensive coordinator for a variety of reasons. Right. Well, sure. yeah, but he said they they keep track of points, not physicality. <laughs> Can't argue that. No. Can't argue with that. 
He said, my job is to score points. <laughs> not arguing <laughs> with that. He's either. right. Yeah, he's right. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 464-568. Five your chance to win a business box of bagels, two bagels, and Joe. Sip is two and one on the week. Schaefer looking for a winning week oh, with I you took a, to help out. A rough one yesterday. Uh, yep. You rough. I mean, it was Nebraska counties got you. Yeah. Oh. You, got, you went to the tiebreaker. Went to a tiebreaker. You were. He was four. He had, he put the number out there. He was four off. I said, "What's the what's the On least populous county in the state?" It's McPherson County. He guessed, I think, three seventy five. It was three seventy nine. Wow! And, and the, the, call, the call went over three seventy five. Wow, that's tough. It was a great guess, but he lost. Yeah, I, I shouldn't have revisited it because it hurts. Today, today is Throwback <laughs> Thursday, sorry, sorry. which has kind of been more of a. Thursday night football element. Tonight it's Bucks Ravens on Thursday night football. So Bucks and Ravens all time leaders. Yeah. Okay. I've been doing this every Thursday now. Right. It's gonna be that case the rest of the season. So here's where I have to ask. The Ravens are yeah. a derivative of the Cleveland Browns no, franchise. Ravens. Ravens. So this only. only exists from ninety six to present. That is correct. All right. Just wanted to make that sure. That is correct. Right. Ravens only. Four six four five six eight five. Shut up simple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Can Sip have once again another... Winning week. Schaefer's here for the lifeline. You feel got you guys feel good about Bucks and Ravens trivia? I feel better about the Bucks. I feel okay about each. All right. Uh our callers with this. Who do we have here? You're on early break. Who's playing today? Can you hear us? Yes, uh Mitch. 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 Mitch, how do you feel about Bucks and Ravens trivia? All time leaders. Average. Average is the response. You guys feel okay? Schaefer feels better than I do. Schaefer, lifeline for SIP for one question as always. Mitch, first question goes to you. Here we go. Who is the Bucks' all-time leader in passing yards with 19,000-plus yards and passing touchdowns with 121? Uh, same, same person for both. Brad Johnson? No, it is not Brad Johnson. You guys passing here? Uh, I, I mean, Schaefer. I have a guess. I don't know that it's worth going uh, one under on. Pass. What was the guess? The guess would be Jameis. The, the correct answer was Jameis Winston. So, Who would be number two in that conversation? Uh, Vinny, had a Vinny lot of Testaverde's yeah. number two. Ooh, I would not. I'm Vinny glad Testaverde. I I do. Re- I wonder if we should have taken it. They just don't have a lot of quarterbacks that have been there for like five years. Right. That's right. They haven't. Okay, 0-0 tie. Sip first question. Schaefer in play. Who is the Ravens' all-time leading rusher with 7,801 yards? Oh, I, I, probably that guy from Tennessee. Um, oh yeah, I must say, say Lewis. Jamal Lewis. Jamal yes. Lewis is I, So basically, I was going to come in there if you needed the name, okay. but I was going to see if you could get it. Yeah, so. Jamal Lewis Good work. Yeah, is thank correct. You. All right, now I'm sitting good because I got Schaefer in my yeah, back pocket. Is he still in jail? <laughs> Easy. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's a Jerry I, Lee I, Lewis I didn't look conversation. That part up. <laughs> that's right. almost, uh, uh, yeah. 
That could be something you can look at. Clarify that, please. On a, for, uh, for, he was for one Lewis's of the NFL's best running backs and then got busted for uh, federal drug possession, I oh, believe. I forget about that story. For the sake of his family, let's clear that. All up. right, Mitch, uh, to tie it up, last question. Who is the Ravens' all-time leader in receiving touchdowns with 41? And here's a hint. He was a tight end. Receiving huh. touchdowns. Um, Shannon Sharp? Not Shannon Sharp. <laughs> I think I have I, this, I gave but a I don't. Good hint there. I don't know if you want to. Uh, I don't know that you want to lose your hard-won victory if I get this wrong. But Jake says it's a tight end, right? Yeah, I did say that. I have a name, so I do. I it. can. You want me to use it? Yeah, this I'm, is for I'm the win. This yeah, one's the game. From, yeah, I'm, I, Todd Heap. Oh, wow. Okay. Good job, boys. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you. you, Mitch, for calling. We'll get you back on the cop. Schaefer, great job. Great you job. Want to, you know what school he went to? College? Todd Heap went to Arizona that State. That is correct. He went to Arizona State. This was back when I was a recruit, Nick. I knew all about – or not recruit, Nick, a draft, Nick. I knew all about Todd Heap. I think people <laughs> forget State. about Todd Heap yep. a little bit. He was, not really Schaefer. Good. He was awesome. Yeah. Schaefer does not forget and he had about crap. Todd Heap. You, you had Kyle Bowlers as quarterback, Trent Dilfer. He had some bad quarterbacks. He was putting up some stats. Shake. <laughs> He was. You know that Tony Banks. So Tony well. Banks was a quarterback. A former Iowa. Yeah, I, of course you know Tony Banks. Of course you know yeah. that. He's former Iowa. Oh, that's Brad Banks. Tony Banks didn't go to Iowa. Oh, he went to Michigan State. I don't know that. Yeah. Jamal Lewis spent four months in uh, federal prison. So he's not in prison anymore. No, and this actually happened during his playing career, and he came back and played after. Okay. And I forgot about that. Man, uh, last months? question. Who wants this one? And the tiebreaker. Just, just a minute. Just four months. That's interesting. Yeah. That's, a, that's a light federal <laughs> he reached sentence. a plea agreement. So. It's a light sentence. Okay, that, this is your yes. question, and then we'll go to tiebreaker. Um, who is the Bucks' all-time leader in receiving yards with 9,755 yards? It's not you, but it's your question. And Schaefer can steal this. I don't know. Is it that big guy they got right now? Evans? Mike Evans is correct. Mike Evans Look at is. That. And we got all by four far, them, actually. Basically. By far, he is number one. Yeah. On Again, they don't have anyone else that. Osmosis. It's, it's amazing what, how, how osmosis works. I don't really follow any of this, but I know it. Look <laughs> 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 at that. All right, fine. Yeah. Tiebreaker. This goes to Schaefer because he usually put the number out there, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. The Ravens have been in existence for 27 seasons. How many playoff games have they appeared in in those 27 seasons? Okay. So how many games? Not how many have they won or lost. How many have they appeared in? 27 seasons. They had two Super Bowl wins, so those were four each time. So they're they're at least in the the middle double digits. Let's say that they have had. 19 playoff games. Sip. Um, In the history of the Ravens, over under 19 playoff games. 27 seasons. Over. 26 games. A, ah. six, a 16-10 and 10 record in the postseason. That's very good for the Ravens. No, it's all right. Whew, that's well, a good win. Nice three win, win three win weeks. Like, I got to keep coming with three win, win weeks. That's a good win. Yeah, I, I yeah. I, now I've got cro I've crossed the line now. Of, now I've put way too much into this. Three in one week, hey, it's a winning. It affects week. my days way too much. But you're fine. It's a win. No, it's not fine. But you won the game. But today's a good day. Now you're gonna ride the motorcycle to that village that uh, the county that cost you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
No, it wasn't. The, uh, he's going to drive to McPherson County and say, I'm going to count every one of these people one by one and see if I was right. <laughs> offer <laughs> offer four of them rides so they leave the county. <laughs> I will not lose. Schaefer, it's been fun. Thank Schaefer. you for the time. Right, good guys. job, we'll Schaefer. See you next week. Great job. Spillover is next on Early Break. Can they take it?